Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hutchcroft, photographer, freelancer, and curious question asker. Join me for half an hour each week while I sit down with inspiring photographers and pick their brains about growing their business, authentically connecting to their clients, and being a good human in this changing industry. If you're ready to take your photography hobby to the next level and turn it into an actual business, you're in the right place. If you want to hear real-life advice from professional photographers and start building the future of your dreams, don't go anywhere. Here we go. Hello, friends. I just got off the phone with Rachel Traxler, who is, well, she's kind of everything. Wedding and elopement photographer, adventurer, coach, educator, entrepreneur, new mother... You know when you're just in the presence of someone who has a really amazing understanding of a certain topic? Like, they can just talk about it, and everything they say you just want to write down so you don't forget it. Well, Rachel is this with a lot of things, I'm sure, but she's definitely this with client experience workflows. She talks about why this should absolutely be a huge priority for new photographers wanting to scale their business without losing their minds, and how doing this leads to dream clients, higher pay, and feeling more fulfilled. Sounds good, yeah? Anyway, I recorded this episode from our office right in the heart of Byron Bay, so you might hear some sounds in the background, but there's so many incredible and actionable steps in here about how to perfect this side of your business, so I promise it's worth a listen. I can't wait to share it with you. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome back to the Unscripted Podcast with me, your host, Anna Hutchcroft. Today, I have Rachel Traxler on the mic. Rachel is a wedding and elopement photographer, educator, coach, and entrepreneur. With all of that on the resume, I knew this conversation could go any number of directions. So I asked her what she wanted to talk about, and she had an immediate answer, the client experience. For someone whose feed exudes natural warmth and humor, it felt like an obvious choice that she shed some light on this topic for us. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pumped. (laughs) I always like to start these conversations with a question about how you found your way to photography, because I feel like it kind of sets the context. There's so many different journeys and so many different ways that people find their way here. So would you mind telling us a little bit about how you find your way here? Yes, I always love hearing people's stories because they're either all so different or everyone says the same thing, which is in my case, by accident. (laughs) I didn't really have the plan to be a photographer and I definitely never planned for it to be my career. I kind of fell into it. I've always loved photography and I always photographed friends and kind of just did it for fun. But I was working in the medical field and I kind of was doing photography just on the side for fun, part-time. And I kind of fell into it in terms of it just started picking up. My business just started picking up and my job in the medical field just started kind of going downhill and just wasn't fulfilling for me. I worked in a small, tiny windowless office with seven other people and my job was really focused on following protocols and clinical trials within the medical field. And I'm an Enneagram type seven. So my just creative adventurous heart was not being fulfilled. And like I said, my photography business just started picking up. And my husband, Trent said, why don't you just do this full time? Do your photography full time. And I had never even thought about that because that was something I actually just did not want to do. And then once he said it, it kind of just clicked and made sense. I'm like, I think you're right. I think I'm going to go for it. <laughs> and so I really did not have a plan B. I didn't have a backup plan for if 
this didn't work out, what I would do. I just kind of up and quit my medical field job and just pursue photography full time. Like I said, I didn't have a plan B. I didn't wait until my salary was matched with photography. I just went for it. I dove in and I made the leap. And honestly, I have not looked back since. And I've loved every single second of it. It's been the best decision ever. I feel like you kind of need that fear or that sort of that risk in order to fully jump into it. I feel like it's hard to approach. And it's also not really how I would advise anyone else to do it. But I feel like for me, I definitely would need that like, all right, I'm taking the plunge. I'm going all in. I'm giving it 100%. And this is what I'm doing now. Yep. I just went for it. That's awesome. Did you bring any of the skills that you had from your medical job into photography? I mean, it sounds like you had to be kind of organized and on top of things. So I feel like yeah, it might have been some transferable. Definitely. And I always say like everything happens for a reason. Like there was a reason I had that job. I loved that job. It just at the end of the day wasn't for me. But I was working a lot with consent forms with seeing cancer patients is what I was seeing. I worked in oncology. So I would meet with the cancer patients and sign consent forms with them. And I relate that to contracts in my business. And so kind of like having contracts and consent forms, they were kind of similar that way. And just having a structure there. I mean, you have to be really self-disciplined to be an entrepreneur and create your own schedule and time. And I think from going from having such a schedule and routine with a job just straight into working for myself, it was kind of easy for me because I already kind of had a routine established. So I mm. self-disciplined when it came to that because I don't know, I'm sure people can relate, but that first Monday after I had quit my job and that I was working from home that very first Monday after I was done with my job, <laughs> I was like, what do I do? <laughs> like, oh, I, I felt like I was playing hooky, like from school because totally. I have to be your own boss all of a sudden. I was like, I'm my own boss. Like, what do I do with my time? No one's telling me what to do with it. And I feel like I should be somewhere. I feel like someone's watching me. And if I'm not doing something, I'm getting in trouble. And so that was a big adjustment. But I think already having that schedule, you know, that it really helped. Yeah. Gosh, imposter syndrome is so real. <laughs> right? <laughs> so a bunch of the girls in the office were talking about how they've noticed a change in the way that you've run your socials lately. And it seems like a really cool pivot. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yes. And what terms are you meaning for my pit, like pivoting? Well, we're talking about like the reels and the videos and you're just doing heaps more like face to camera, just kind of like talking to your audience. And I guess like, how has this kind of changed your engagement? And like, was there a reason behind this decision or? Yeah. So I have been, I just honestly have been using social media as a big test. Like I'm just testing out so many different things lately and incorporating more video into my strategy and not really paying attention to what my feed looks like or creating a cohesive feed. I'm just more so focusing on the content that I'm putting out there and just having my main focus be to serve people. I know that I used to really care about what my feed looked like because I feel like that did used to be important. Like that used to be a thing of, oh, you want to grow, make sure you have a cohesive, you know, feed and all that. But I kind of 
threw that completely out the window. I do have an app that I can lay things out and curate my feed, but I really don't use it that much. Like I don't even care what it looks like. I'm only really focusing on the content that I'm putting out there. And I am trying to do more reels and more videos and just like pulling out my phone and talking to my camera to the stories and like no matter what, just trying to show up no matter what that day looks like, whether it's Mm. a bad day, you know, all of that. So I am trying to focus on incorporating more video because it's 2021. And I feel like people want video, they want that interaction and connection with people. And so I feel like that has changed my engagement. I've noticed an increase in my engagement in terms of just being able to connect with more people, especially through like DMs, people will respond to my stories or message me and then we can just connect through DMs, which I find way more rewarding just because you can make that deeper level connection. And I don't know, Instagram is all about creating connections. So if I'm doing that through DMs, if that's the way to have that versus having a, a cohesive feed, then I think that's working. I feel like it changes the conversation as well when you're having a conversation just between you and one other person and it's not public kind of takes away the performative element of it or saying something because you want other people to see what you've said or it just kind of feels like it's just a more meaningful engagement with your audience which then I guess if you have that then like there's more of a chance that people will book with you would you agree yeah and you can like you said you can just foster a deeper level connection more personable too like you said people don't I don't know sometimes when I'm commenting on something or typing something that I know is public, I'm kind of second guessing myself or trying to make sure I'm saying the right things. But when you can just talk to people and have a conversation, you kind of just talk, you know, and you just say whatever. And it's just less stressful and just really connect with people. And yeah, you foster those deeper level connections. And you definitely have, you know, you can definitely book people through that as well by just creating that connection and relationship. How did you realize that the client experience was so important? Did you have like an epiphany moment while you were creating a positive client experience workflow that like led you to this? Or was there like a really bad moment that you kind of needed to realize that you needed to turn things around? Or like, how did you realize? Yeah, it's funny because I love client experience. I have formed such a love for it over the years. And I do, it's funny you say that because I do feel like it's because of this one thing I did. I had a wedding where honestly nothing felt right or aligned with me at all. There was miscommunication. I didn't know what was going on. There were some surprises in the day. I just didn't vibe well with the couple. And honestly, the whole thing kind of just felt like a mess on my end. And I just remember leaving that wedding in tears thinking that I was a failure because, and that I wasn't out to be a wedding photographer. I thought, this is how it goes. I'm just not cut out for it. But after I kind of let my emotions calm down and all that, and realizing that it was all my fault, it was all on me. Everything that went wrong that day was on me. There was all the miscommunication because, as a professional and the one providing the service, it's always like the customer is always right. Right. And so it was 100% on me that there were surprises and I didn't know there's miscommunication, misunderstanding and all of that. So I took that and really looked at it as like a challenge and thought, how can I make this better? And really looked at what went wrong and how I could fix it to streamline a better 
experience for my workflow in the future. And that looked like stripping down everything I was doing and just building it back up. I built my client experience from scratch just as I rebuilt it just to fit what worked best for me. And I've been tweaking it ever since. And I finally found a system that really works for me and I love and that my clients love too. But it was kind of all stemmed from that one situation where it was not a good wedding. And I felt like a failure and thought it was because I wasn't cut out for it. But really, it was on me. So I took it upon myself to change that and and make it better for myself and my clients in the future. Oh, I'm so glad you turned that around because I think that that's something that like a lot of our audience can relate to is having a bad experience and then being like, well, that's it. I guess that's, I shouldn't be doing this and kind of like walk away tail between your legs because you're just worried that you're going to mess it up again. But there is like an empowering element of just being like, cool, I'm just going to scrap what hasn't been working. I'm going to build something else. And then that's like a departure point for like a different level of success. Yeah, exactly. And I do feel and this is just with client experience, but I do feel like I see a lot of photographers that they're like, oh, this isn't working for me, or I'm not good at this or something like that. But they've only been trying for, you know, not that long, or they just need to have the mindset that they're not a failure. They just need to take a step back and like, I said, strip it down and rebuild it back up and see what's not working and try something new because I especially feel like with entrepreneurship, it's all about failing, you know? You kind of have to fail to know and fail to succeed and all of that. So it, it's a roller coaster and it can be defeating, but that's kind of what it takes to figure out what works. Yeah, we need to normalize failing. Yes, I'm all about that. I love it. Like, let's just like talk about our failures more and have less shame around them and then like use them as like a springboard to grow. 100% agree. I like that idea. This podcast is brought to you by the Unscripted Posing app, the one-stop shop photography app for photographers looking to up their posing game, streamline their business and look and feel like a professional. With Unscripted, you'll confidently rock every shoot, capture those emotion-filled images you've been craving, and create a fun photo shoot experience for everyone, including you. Join over 200,000 photographers and search Unscripted in your app store now. Why is the client experience so crucial to your success, do you think? Like I said, it's kind of funny that client experience kind of came to be one of my favorite things. And I think really looking at it and dissecting it, I think it's the only thing in my eyes that sets you apart from other photographers because it's the personal brand and experience that you provide to your clients in a saturated market. No one else can steal that because it's you and your brand and your experience. And there's only one of you. So it's how you position yourself to showcase that that can really set you apart. And that's why I think client experience is so crucial, not only to like the successes that I've had, but just to anyone's business. And then clients will 100% know you and your process and what to expect from you. So there's no surprises. And you're also able to help craft their customized experience to become your ideal clients as well. So you really can do so much with client experience. And feel like since elevating my personal client experience, I've been able to just increase my demand and increase my pricing and grow and expand my... Mm. And 
I think client experience hands down has been the number one thing that has helped me set me apart and also scale my business. That makes so much sense because I feel like if people want to recommend you as a photographer to their friends, they're not just going to be like, oh, she took really good photos look how well composed this photograph is. They'll be like, she was amazing. Like she went above and beyond. We had a really great relationship. Like, you know, we had these great conversations. I feel like she understood me. And it's like, I feel like that's what people are more willing to pay for than like, just like the object finished product at the end of the day. And then like, you don't have clients that are just like confused about who you are. You don't have like annoying conversations where you have to like, justify yourself like you've already had this like referral from another friend who's like able to I don't know like they they help set the expectations of new clients and then like you get return clients and just seems much better all around yeah and I agree with what you're saying too and I think there's two aspects to a photographer that people don't think of it's your photography work and what your actual work and style looks like. But then it's also you and your personality and your approach to a wedding day. And a lot of people don't know that in order to decide on like a photographer, you need to make sure both of those align. And like you said, you don't want people to be confused at who you are because if your style almost needs to match your personality too. So I feel like I am more of an outgoing and warm and inviting person. So I think by me having that warmer style and more joyful approach, it just really matches my personality. So people aren't meeting me in person and saying, oh, well, you're more quiet and introverted or something like that. But then your work seems joyful and bright and warm. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't Mm. be. So I feel like your work has to match your personality too. Otherwise, like you said, your client's confused. It's not going to make sense. Totally, totally. And then it's just kind of easier because everyone kind of knows what they're getting and knows what they're getting into. And you can show up as your full self and your clients have like booked you because that's what they want. Yeah, exactly. What are some things that you wish you knew when you first started out? Do you have any advice for people who are wanting to design their own client experience workflow? Oh my goodness. Well, I starting out, I just I wish I knew how important client experience was because I brushed it off for so many years until I hit that breaking point of that wedding that I was talking about. And I realized that I needed to make a change with that. And then once I did make that change, it completely changed my business. And I feel like people always ask me how I quote blew up my business or like got so big and creating my own custom client experience has definitely been what has set me apart and has helped scale my business way quicker. So I really wish I would have done that sooner. So my advice would be not to push it off and not brush it off and get your process nailed down now. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but you can always tweak it as you go. But starting to work on it now, then that way you can build up on it as you grow your business. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like that's something that people push back just because they're so busy with like the day-to-day flow of their business. But it is super important to get these systems nailed down early on and then just tweaking them as they grow. Yep, exactly. That's what I've found to be most beneficial for me and what's helped me to grow my business at the rate that it did. Yeah. And like, I guess in the mechanics of it, like how would you say that people begin to design their client experience workflow? Like say like 
just from putting themselves out there and then they get their first inquiry. Like what are the systems that are good to... I love my client experience approach. There's just so much to it. So I would suggest having client guides and questionnaires and email templates and different workflows for every type of booking. So a different workflow for weddings and a different workflow for elopements and engagement sessions and all of that. And there's also just multiple client guides that you can have. You can have your pricing guide, your welcome guide, your engagement session or what to wear guide and a delivery guide. And just knowing what to put in those guides and when to send them to your clients. Because I feel like people have like maybe a welcome guide, right? Where they have all of the information, which is great. You can have, you know, all that information, have a reference point. But sometimes people get a little overwhelmed too. So making sure that you're meeting your client where they are at in their journey and experience with you, because you don't want to give them a bunch of information that they're going to need a month before their wedding. You don't want to give that to them right away, a year and a half before. Mm, It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming for them. And it's so much information. So I think giving them and providing them with the right information at the right time within the client guides, within the questionnaires that you sent, within your email templates that you maybe have written up, just knowing exactly what to say, when to say it, and how to say it is huge. Amazing. I feel like this next question kind of touches on some of that, but like customer service for photographers is such a different game to customer services for bigger businesses. So are there some ways that you make sure your client's expectations are met as a photographer that would be different from like how it would work in a bigger like corporation? And do you have any advice on how photographers can go above and beyond to create a wonderful client experience for them? Yeah. So I think what's awesome about it is that you can create your own client experience and really customize it. And I always try to say I like to customize their experience, then also have based guides and questionnaires and templates and all that, but then try to personalize it as much as you can too, so that you really can provide that custom experience for them and really just take them through the process step by step. And you really want to walk them through the journey and kind of be a couple of steps ahead of them so that you're the one that's guiding through, like guiding them through the experience and making it really personal to them because we are smaller businesses and smaller companies. And a lot of us, you know, work just ourselves or have small teams. So we're kind of trying to wear all the hats. So there's a lot of yeah. having set workflows in place will really, really help be able to make sure that you can make their client experience customizable and personable to them. Totally. I feel like it makes it easier on everyone. And I think sometimes when people book a photographer, they're not really entirely sure what the next processes are. Like we think about like a wedding, it's like the photographer can be super involved as far as like planning out a timeline and trying to schedule portrait shots for like when it's golden hour or like what the lighting at the reception is going to be like. And so there's like a lot that goes into it that people might not realize early on. So yeah, good call. I feel like educating them kind of early on and then like slowly walking them through without just inundating them with all the information. I'm just overloading them, especially because to most people, this is the first time that they are getting married and going through this experience and every photographer's experience 
and client experience is different. So really making sure that, yeah, you're educating them with a seamless and educational workflow and really guiding them through the whole experience, letting them know what's next, letting them know what steps are following the ones that you're even talking about now and just really making sure you're just guiding them through that journey in a seamless way. What are some of the steps your clients go through before and after they book with you? There's a lot of steps that we go through throughout the process. But one thing that sets my experience apart that I really, really love that I've incorporated into my workflow is doing client phone calls with potential clients. And it just really allows me the opportunity to get to talk to them and know them on a deeper level before that they would decide to commit and we would book and really foster that connection and relationship before we would even get started. And it's just a step that I think a lot of photographers don't take to really get to know the couple. And I have had couples book me on that fact alone that I've taken time to call them and have a conversation with them and get to know them a little more. And they Mm. already felt cared for from the beginning because I did take the time to do that. They really appreciate it. And then I can really utilize that phone call too to make sure that we're on the same page and maybe craft up some ideas to maybe form them into being ideal clients, as you would maybe say, by giving them ideas of things that they want that they didn't know that they wanted. So say maybe they really like hiking and they're getting married at this venue and there's a bluff or a mountain or something nearby and they didn't even think, oh, well, we could go hike up there and for some photos or do our vows up there or something like that. And then they love you for that because you're kind of setting yourself up as the expertise and guiding them in to offering them things that they want, but they didn't know they wanted. So you can really craft them into your ideal couple. I like that point as well, where it's like, you're it's not just for them. It's also like for you to feel more creatively fulfilled because you're able to like give your creative input and go for a hike and be outside and do the things that you like to do. And it feels like more of a collaboration. It's not like you're just providing this service at your own expense. It's more like, you're creating like a more favorable like opportunity for you to take photos, which is awesome. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's so much more fulfilling that way too, because it's like, oh, we created this together. And as the professional, as the photographer, we are the professionals and this is our job. This is what we do. And it's our job to be creative and offer them suggestions. They don't know this isn't what they do. And, you know, some people aren't as creative as we are. We're photographers and we're creatives and So I think it's our job to step up and collaborate and educate them on all the options. Totally. So what are some actionable steps that you can provide new photographers that are starting from absolute zero? I would say sit down and like write down on paper the walkthrough of the experience that you provide now. And then imagine yourself as the client and what that journey looks like and feels like. And sometimes just seeing it on paper can help you realize what you need to add or take out or even like do it with a friend or something and just walk through what the experience that you're providing for your couples now is. See where you can tweak that and streamline it to make it be more beneficial, more efficient and more serving to your couples. 
What can we expect to see from you in the coming months, Rachel? Well, I also just launched my own podcast called the Gold Biz Podcast. So I do have new podcast episodes as well coming out with that. I also have a bundle for photographers that covers all the guides and templates and questionnaires that you can incorporate into your own workflow with that. So that's really exciting to help streamline and make that quicker and simpler on you. And I also just launched and filled up my group coaching mastermind program, but I'm opening a wait list to the next round of that, hopefully to come later this summer. And I'm really excited for that group coaching mastermind program. Oh my God, you have so much on the boil and a new baby too. I have a new baby. I know there's so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, life is full. It sure is. And I love it. (laughs) Well, what did I tell you? There's so much in there. If you feel like your head's spinning and you don't know where to start, don't worry. I've got your back. I've created a little worksheet that'll help you approach, then nail your client experience processes. As always, we're incredibly grateful for our thriving community of creatives who are responsible for making Unscripted the amazing resource that it is. If you love hearing real-life advice from professionals in the industry, don't forget to hit subscribe. See you next time. This podcast was created on the unceded land of the Bundjalung people, and we pay our respects to elders past, emerging, and present.